Y'all buckled in? Well, then I'm buckled. Let's let go, all right? I believe, there's, I believe there's a spirit of prophecy in this house. If you don't know what that is, I'll come on Wednesday nights. But uh, uh, there is, there's a spirit of just flow of the Lord in this house today. I believe he wants to speak to each and every one of us. And you just, let's just have ears to hear, eyes to see. I always pray when I preach, it's like I'm talking to each person and it's like I was outside their kitchen listening like so many people accuse me of, but I can't do that. Only God can, only God can read your mail. We can't do that. We're just, we're just uh, the, the mail deliverers. <laughs> we just deliver the mail. God, God's the one who reads our mail and sends the mail and he wants to send something to your heart today that will change your life. That's the fact. He wants, to, he wants to speak something into you that will change your life, and you don't want to miss it. I, I never, I've missed it so many times when God was speaking, I wasn't listening. And the older I get, the more I want to listen to him and just walk with him. It's so much easier. It is so much easier walking with God than working for God. It even makes me silly sometimes because I just feel like I'm so free. I had a screwed up life when I was a teenager. That's why I love teenagers and just want to pay it forward, but... I can tell you something, Jesus, Jesus changed my life, man. It's never, ever, ever been the same since then, ever, ever, ever. Only when I get uptight, only when I take life too serious and myself too serious. But man, just walking with him is just beautiful. You know, I, was, I spent a whole season of my life, I couldn't say the word beautiful. I thought that was a sissy word. But he's beautiful. He, he's Knowing him is is. If, if, if I could define beauty in one word, it'd be Jesus. Really. I mean, all the things I've seen and looked at, if I, could, if I could describe beauty in one word, it would be Jesus. He's beautiful. Man, he's his, his beautiful. When, them, when, when I could just, just sense his eyes just peering on us today and into our eyes. You know, Jesus is the only one who could take people that's been abused and messed up and look them in the eye and and, and he, he loves you for who you are, not what you can do. There's a passion in him to love you for who you are and not what you can do. When he looks at you, you know, how many of you ever been, look, you know, people, they scan people and look at people and check people out. You know what I'm talking about. Don't act churchy with me. <laughs> you know? He's the only one, when you've been abused and, and, and messed up as a kid, he's the one to look in your eyes and say, I, I just, I love you for who you are. Not looking, he's not looking to get nothing. He's looking to give you everything. All he wants is your whole heart. He'll give you the whole kit and caboodle of his love. It's a beautiful thing. I don't care how good I can preach this morning or sing. I can't sing at all. That's why God called me to preach. I never thought I could preach either, but I just, you know. But just walking with him is a beautiful thing. There's no stress in it today. I feel his peace. He's the prince of peace. If we have him, we should have peace, right? If not, something's out of kilter. Something's out of whack. So I better preach. I am preaching, but I don't know how this will go. I, you know, there's times I exposit the scriptures and, and it's, you know, it's homiletical and hermeneutical and all those H's. But then there's times that you just get something from the Lord, like it's just a phrase. And that's, that's all weeks what's burning in my heart when I'm just with him. 
is like my assignment was to say, it's now, not later. It's now, not later. Now, not later. And, and there's just a couple points here I want to speak just as like an introduction, but there's, there's one real one I want to get to here in a minute, but I gave the guys a lot of scriptures. I know their heads were probably spinning, but I'm probably not going to use half of them. I just want them for their reference. But um, I just keep hearing in my spirit. For It's important, somebody listening today, watching, somebody here today, all of us here today, I, I feel this is a real important message from the Lord. It's now, not later. Now, not later. Don't procrastinate on the things that matter in eternity. Don't procrastinate on the things that will matter in eternity for you. I'm not trying to make anybody you know, speed up or stress. There's enough of that in the world. I'm just saying it's very important to focus our eyes on Jesus. And it's now, the word is now, not later. Don't wait. Don't wait to get right with God. Don't wait. Don't wait to be a harvester in the harvest field. These are the things that matter in eternity. Being right with God. We, we, when we close our eyes here, just in the blink of an eye, we're going to stand before him. The Bible says every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I don't care if they mocked him in this life. I don't care which thief that we are on the cross. Everybody's going to stand before God. And, and in one moment, and, and, and what is going to be important is the things that we did for eternity. Did we live our life for eternity? Did we live our, this is, Leonard Ravenhill used to say, this life is just a dressing room for eternity. Just be careful how you dress. Take, take heed to how you dress. Be cognizant. Be, be aware of how you dress. Be aware of how you prepare. And I don't know about you, but there's times in my life that I'm not, I'm not evil. I'm not, being, I'm not uh, trying to be sinful or anything like that. But there's times in my life that I procrastinate on the things that matter most. I know none of y'all are procrastinators. Just point at me, okay? I, I just, well, just want to say, nobody wants to jump in this ring with me. But I'm just telling you that there's times in life we all procrastinate on the things that matter most, the things that matter in eternity. Because, listen, when you can't, I found out when I was on my back, people forget about you. Some, some people don't, praise God for the people don't, but people will forget about you. People, people will, the Apostle Paul said, there's times that nobody stood with me but the Lord Jesus Christ but he, he just had, had this, this, inner, this inner radar from God to just be about the Father's business like Jesus was, to just do what he wanted him to do. And John 4.35, I'm going to read a scripture just to kind of make this official. I'm, I'm ready to get, I can tell when the tractor's cranking, you know? <laughs> it's like I, I feel the Lord cranking my tractor right now, just to, it's time to go, okay? So John 4.35, it says, Jesus is saying this to his disciples. He said, do not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest. He's saying, do not say there's four months yet. I'll do it in four months. Do not say later on. Do not say the first of the year, I'm going to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. The first of the year, I'm going to witness to my neighbor. The first of the year, I'm going to, don't, don't say four months and then. We, none of us know if we have four months. None of us know if we have tomorrow. I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying that, that's true. We, none of us know. Really, in this life, we don't know the reality of what will happen. And Jesus is saying, what's Jesus saying here? He's saying, now, not later. 
He's saying hello to my disciples. It's now, not later. It's, it's now is the time. Now is the only time that we have right now. You know, he said, but, but he said, lift up your eyes and look. The fields are already white for the harvest. I believe we're in harvest time. You know, in Garrett County, how many's been blessed to live in Garrett County? Grow up, maybe even grow up in Garrett County. We're blessed to have four seasons, right? Summer's only one day, but we do have four seasons, okay? We have four specific seasons, and so we all understand that in harvest season, you harvest. If you've ever been part of a farm or worked on a farm, or any, you understand that when it's harvest time, you want to make sure that's, that's not the time to fix the tractor, that's the time the tractor needs to be ready to go. That's the time it needs to have fuel in it and the oil changed and all the tires aired up. All the implements need to be ready. All the harvesting implements need to be right out front. Everything needs to be ready to go because there's a short season to harvest. And when you, when you harvest, you, you get all you can. Many people right now, we're seeing we're at the end of harvest in natural, right? People are canning, people are taking the harvest, people are doing what they, they need to do. And so we need to understand that, that when it's harvest time, you have to harvest when it's time. Life goes in seasons. How many of you realize life goes in seasons? Ecclesiastes tells us life is about seasons. If you don't like this season, I got a good news for you. Just hang on, it'll change. If you like this season, hang on, it'll change. I'm not saying nothing bad's going to come. I'm just saying trouble comes to everyone. Good comes to everyone. We need to enjoy every day God has given us. Happiness is, is an emotion. Joy is an inward thing. It's part, of our, it's part of what God put in us as Christians. So he's saying we understand the thing about what he's saying is, is now is the harvest. If, if you could just close your eyes for a minute and just, just close your eyes and see that there's a harvest all around us. I believe God will even put somebody on your heart. There's a harvest all around you. There are people all around you that need Jesus. It, it's harvest. Now is the time to share our faith with people. Now is the time to pray for boldness to reach people. The harvest is plenteous, he goes on to say, but the laborers are few. We need laborers for the harvest. Now, not later. How many knows if you don't have enough, it doesn't get done? I know what it's like when we get hay. If there's not enough people to unload, it doesn't get done, right? It, 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 you, need, you need labors for the harvest. So the Lord's saying it's, it's now. Listen, this is not a, I'm not here to tuck anybody into a Christian bed today. This is not, now I lay me down to sleep, church, right? This is awake. It's now, not later. Now, not later. It's, it's time to get right with God. I feel this, I feel this intensely today. That Jesus said, Matthew 4, 19, he said, come follow me and I will make you. You follow, he makes. You follow him, he makes you. It's a beautiful thing. But I, I, I'm just believing, and, and whether it's somebody on live stream or somebody here today, it's now, not later. Now is the time to follow him and let him make you, not later. There's an urgency in my spirit today. It's now, not later. Don't put him off. Don't put him off for, for things that are right in front of you and neglect the best thing, which is him. Amen. The Bible says in Psalms 90 and 12, he says, so teach us to number our days 
that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Teach us to number our days. How many of you know that, that every day is special? You made a decision to come here. It was an important decision. There may have been a fight to come here today. There may have been a struggle to come here today. You may have had to come here and somebody else didn't want to come here, but you came here anyhow. That might have been the decision you made because you're numbering your days. You're making your day count because you understand that every seven days God made it so we'd reset our gaze on heaven. That's why there's a Sabbath Not so we can please our church attendants or do anything like that, but every seven days there's a Sabbath because God wants us to reset our gaze on the right thing, on the stuff that we're to do now, not later. It's no time to procrastinate. It's time, this this is the real point I wanted to get to today. The third thing is, it's time to walk by faith and not by sight. It's time to walk by faith and not by sight. We're supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. What are you looking at that's troubling you today? It may be what's rattling around in here that's troubling you. And and this week, the Lord's been dealing with me about praying that, that we come to him first. Before we even think, we pray. Situation comes up, and before we even think, we pray. We go to him first. He's our best friend. We, we tell people, Jesus is my best friend. If he's our best friend, we go to him first. We don't, we don't pick up the phone. We, we, we pick up the phone and call him. How many know you're Bluetooth into heaven? When your eyes pop open, you're Bluetooth in. I thought it was amazing the first Bluetooth I ever had in a car. I got in and, man, my, my music that I was playing on my phone, I set my phone down in the cup holder. Boom, it's on the stereo. Shows I'm old. It's pretty amazing to me, mind-blowing, that I was Bluetooth into my car from my phone. My music played from my phone into my car, and I was Bluetooth in, and the Lord showed me that's the way. When you pop your eyes open in the morning, you're already Bluetooth in. Whatever you say, direct line. Whatever you think, direct line. I said, whatever you think, direct line. I said, whatever you think, direct line. When we're caught up in our mind all day, we're not going to Jesus. When we're driving down the road thinking all day, we're not going to Jesus. 